Samantha woke with a groggy feeling. No, it was worse than that. This felt more like a five-alarm hangover. Shit, what had she been drinking? She had to get up and be ready for PT by eight, and then duty until goddamn five o'clock. It was going to be a long effing day. She reached over to slap the obnoxious ringing on her phone alarm and check the time. Maybe she could snooze another eight minutes. Her hand passed right through where the phone should have rested on her nightstand, hitting nothing but air. Bolting upright in an instant and regretting it, Sam peeled her burning eyelids open and looked around. What the hell, she said. Her head was still pounding in time with the banging of some sort of alarm. It sounded like a gong. Who was beating a gong? It wasn't until her eyes were open that Sam became aware something was terribly, horribly wrong. Either she was in the middle of the most effed up nightmare she'd ever had, or... The thought trailed off. She didn't have another good answer. She wasn't in her bed, or her room, or her cute cubby of an apartment in the junior officer barracks at Fort Drum. Sam wasn't sure where she was, but she very clearly was not in the proverbial Kansas anymore. The bed she was laying on was a mattress of rough cloth over a frame made of heavy sticks. Whatever the mattress was stuffed with didn't feel very comfortable either. Bits of it stuck up through the cloth and stabbed her skin. The sheet covering her was more of the same thick cloth as the mattress. It looked a little like a bed she might have imagined a prisoner slept on, if the prisoner were living in another century or some third world country. The room was just as strange. All the walls were made of stone, the floor and ceiling too. Heavy timbers were spaced about the walls, which supported more beams that crisscrossed the ceiling. The room wasn't large, but had a dozen beds in it. She'd been in enough barracks rooms to recognize the look. That gong was going to drive her crazy if they didn't knock it off. Her headache was beginning to fade, but it was hard to think. Sam went back over what she could last recall, trying to figure out how she'd gotten from there to here, wherever here was. She'd pulled a double shift yesterday. There was a missing man investigation she was involved in, except it hadn't just been one person missing. There were three recent disappearances, and Sam's gut said there was a link connecting them. It was a slim lead, but enough that she'd started doing some snooping around the base. She remembered driving her car. She was supposed to be meeting someone, but for the life of her, she couldn't remember who. Her brain was usually sharp as a tack. Why was she having such a hard time remembering things? She could recall what she had for breakfast the morning before. Two hard-boiled eggs, toast, three strips of bacon, all chowed down in the first brigade dining facility after PT. She thought their defects served the best food on base, and as an MP, she had a little more freedom to move around than most grunts would. But everything after that was hazy, and the later in the day, the less clear her memory became. Had she been drugged? Hauled off somewhere? Sam took stock of her situation. She wasn't tied down, there were no handcuffs, and she didn't seem to be injured. There was a strange-looking little dot in the lower left corner of her vision, though. She glanced at it, and it lit up. Without warning, an apparition of a woman appeared at the foot of her bed. Her outfit was almost as uncanny as her sudden appearance, 
She was wearing some sort of linked ring armor and what looked like a steel medieval helmet on her head. To top it off, she was holding a six-foot spear in her right hand. Sam scuttled away from the woman, or whatever she was. At first, she was backing away from the crazy person holding the weapon. But the woman didn't move toward her in a threatening manner. She just stood there, smiling. People did not just appear out of thin air. More sure than ever, she was having a dream. She wanted some answers anyway. Who the hell are you? Sam asked. I'm your tutorial guide, the woman said with a cheerful smile. You may call me Helga. Helga, where the hell am I? You are in Valhalla Online, the final resting place of the deserving, where those who earned honor in life get to carry on in battle, mead, and song for all eternity through the magic of modern technology, Helga said. It sounded like a corporate spiel. She did catch the word online, though. Suddenly, everything made a little more sense. I'm gonna kill Jeff when I get my fingers around his neck, Sam said. She waved her arm around the room. None of this is real, is it? You're correct. Everything you see is a virtual representation. Lines of code brought to life for you, Helga said. Everything will feel, taste, and sound just like the real thing. Definitely had to be Jeff. Captain Jeffrey Hunter was a computer geek who worked in brigade headquarters, doing classified stuff of the sort that he joked about having to shoot anyone he'd told about. He'd bragged to her about this gadget he'd bought, a full immersion virtual reality suit. You put on the suit, connect to the net, and bang, there you were, in some alternate reality. Except it was all a game, a fake reality where nerds hung out and beat on each other because they didn't have a life. That was Sam's take on things anyway. Jeff had seemed more than a little hurt when she told him as much. Her gut said this was his way of getting back at her. Somehow, he'd hooked her up to his machine and plunked her into this world. She'd tear his head off when she got out. Okay, Jeff, let me out. Now, Sam said to the air. There wasn't any answer. Fine, let him have his fun for now. She'd figure out how to log off herself, and then she'd flay him alive. This was not cool. She might be the new kid on base, but he had no right to do this to her without her permission.